0: to three. Come with me, and you'll be in a
1: world of... do re mi fa sol do You have found Daniel Donato's Lost Highway. Yeah! That Lost
0: Highway.
2: y'all we have arrived to the lost highway the fantastic episode 50 i've been waiting for this episode for over a year think about it life is happening and you can never recall a moment in your conscious existence where life has not been happening and also think about this when have you ever not really been busy what is the concept of busy even What if busy is actually just a word that we were taught to say? What if it's really, I'm investing my time at all moments. I just happen to be doing it in more concentrated ways than not on certain days. Huh? Like, how about that? Like, what if there was like like an ETF for relaxation, which I'm sure there is. Sometimes we invest in that one. And then in other times, we invest our time in working out. We invest our time in exercising our genius. But patience, persistence, and here's a new one. Presentness, I think, are the key variables that allow for an optimum living experience. This all came to me when I was on a phone call day with my friend. Um, she said, "I'm busy. Like, what are you busy with? Like, when have you ever not been busy? Like, what's this concept of busy? You're always spending your time. Time is constantly diminishing in value. It's a volatile asset. Self-respect is the root of discipline. The sense of dignity grows with the ability to say no to oneself. Abraham Joshua Heschel, or Heschel said that." He had nice glasses that look like you bought them at Warby Parker is all I'm saying. you also go check it out. I love that quote. Self-respect is the root of discipline. The sense of dignity grows with the ability to say no to oneself. So it's like, check this out. What if it's more something along the lines like the more that you really love doing something, the end result is not happiness, but the most amount of meaning possible, right? Think about it. There's a shadow to everything. There's a bunch of bullshit you're gonna have to deal with things in this life and you accept the shadow if you really find meaning in them. Find the meaning in every day. Stay present, stay positive, stay persistent, stay patient, all these things. Join the Cosmic Country Club because we're going on tour soon and I'm very excited. New record on the way. Y'all stay cosmic. When I was in high school, I used to practice guitar sometimes for 30 hours straight. I used to just ride the wave of inspiration for about 30 hours straight. Very few musicians on a fundamental level have taught me more about the approach and the respect for the status of being an eternal student to the thing that is music than Steve Vai. He's a true sensei. I cold, cold emailed him uh, through my friend Brian Ball over at Ernie Ball, shout out to Ernie Ball, Balls for Life. Um, and I asked him if he would be interested in coming on to the Lost Highway Podcast, the podcast for all things Cosmic Country, to talk about um, this new book that came into my life recently that has had a profound effect on me. And it turns out the the aforementioned readers of this book are Jerry Garcia, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Willie Nelson, Jaco Pastorius, and then Steve Vai. And this book came into my life in the most absurd, almost cosmic way. I had to... Get his opinion on it. Had to get his opinion on on anything that he wanted to say about music spirituality. Unbelievable interview. Perhaps my favorite podcast yet. That's why it's a very special number 50. Truly the one and only, the authentic personality realized. That is Mr. Steve Vai. What would inspire a move to Nashville for you?
0: Well, there was a bunch of reasons. Uh,
2: I've been living, we've been living
0: in LA for 42 years, you know, and LA is great. Uh, well, I love California. California is great, but I don't want to grow old in LA, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and I like Nashville because of, uh, it's got a great music scene. It's got, you know, great restaurants and people are so nice yep. and, um, it's got, um, great tax setup. you know, it's, yep. it's, uh, it's, uh. The only thing I think uh, is a little bit of a deterrent for myself is th- there's no water. <laughs> you know? Oh, wow. I like the ocean. Uh, yeah. But also, I like the seasons, and you don't get them in LA and you don't get them so harshly in Nashville. No, you
2: know? not like our native uh, Northeastern roots, right? Where it just gets dreadfully, painfully cold.
0: That's oh, yeah. I, yeah. 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 It's not, it's not a New York winter
2: so uh franklin's where it all happens i mean franklin is the dream place to live is there a particular place you guys were looking at
0: well i really like the cool springs area great area because it's you know it's got the whole foods right there and it's got shopping you know but um based on how much seclusion we're looking at for i might uh, the leaper's fork i think is going to be really um blossoming you know
2: I think there's something uh, in the water in Leper's Fork. There's so many astounding uh, musicians who uh, end up moving there. There must be something uh, that's happening in the air on some invisible level.
0: Yeah. Well, you can um, get really great land and yeah, peace, peace of mind. I love it. There's
2: so we'll see. There's something very real about having land and then having um, exclusivity on, on just your own property. Do you happen yeah. to have that in, in the area you're at in California now?
0: Well, I live in the valley and we have two acres, which is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it's two flat acres. It's I mean, I I bought it 25 years ago. I basically stole it because it was the the house was vacant for 10 years. So it was kind of dilapidated. But I I bought it at a really good price. And now it's like I mean, we put a lot into it, but it's pretty wild. But I'm looking for the kind of space that I'm looking for is also. Uh, a psychological one you know uh, there's a collective energy in LA that's a little hectic it's it's a little um it's changing a lot you know there's a lot of a lot of helicopters with sirens and yeah. uh you know i i i my heart goes out to homeless people but there it, 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 it there's a better way to serve them than uh, you know allowing them to sleep under all the bridges you know and yes so, so, you know, things like that. And just there's a kinetic energy here. Yes. That um, when you're in a place like Nashville or Franklin, it's, um, it's just very different. The, the collective energy, the vibe, it's just, it's like,
2: oh. yeah. <laughs> it really is like that. <laughs> yeah, very much so. I think. Uh, so, tell yeah, me a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Uh, where can I even start? Anywhere you want. There we go. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) Well, the reason why I reached out was uh, I started playing guitar when I was 12 years old. I'm going to be 26 in April. Uh, I discovered your work weeks after starting the instrument and I've been a fan ever since. I used to run through your 30-hour practice routines on the weekend. (laughs) uh, Mm. It was part of that part of my relationship with the guitar was very fueled by your work ethic um, and and your philosophical approach to it all. Um, But I... My career got started by busking on the street in Nashville, uh, for tips on Broadway. I had an acoustic guitar and, uh, my, my father had this kind of idea where, why don't we go try to make a buck at it? You know, see how, see where it takes us. And, uh, he stood by me, made sure nobody stole my tens of dollars that I made that day. And, uh. We are walking back to the parking garage after maybe a six hour day of trying to busk. And, you know, this is downtown Broadway. So it's country music only and that kind of a thing. And we are walking by a bar and this, um, this band leader invited me up on stage randomly because I had a guitar in my hands.
0: That's what they do in Nashville.
2: They really, it's, it's to the wind there. It's trial by fire. And it's a very promising way to learn if you can kind of develop that regimen in a self-disciplined way. Um, Got on stage, felt the back air of the speaker, the air of the speaker hit my back, had a Telecaster in my hands for the first time, which is my favorite guitar model still to play. And it changed my life. And I started dedicating my life to music. I was around 14 years old there, Um, ended up getting to play about 500 plus shows uh, with one of the... uh, uh, city's most known, uh, house bands, the Don Kelly band, um, a lot of nice. famous Telecaster ba- uh, players played in that band. And we would play these incredibly long shows. we played play for four hours at a time, uh, with one
0: fifty. There with the Grateful Dead.
2: Yeah. Which is some of my favorite, uh, some of my favorite influences are <laughs> the Dead. Um, th- that was a huge part of what I did. And, and ever since, uh, I did that for about, Three years, then I stopped playing in that band. I did a lot of session work for a lot of people, a lot of a uh, lot of uh, country albums that were on the radio, that kind of a thing. And um a couple years into that endeavor, I started coming up with this way of uh, calling my sound cosmic country, and it it started unveiling and. Uh, playing solo shows, uh, writing my own songs, um, very much so kind of the career path that, that you had taken. You had played with some notable artists. Obviously, mine wasn't to the same degree of success as yours, but it was the same concept of mm-hmm. being such an individualized player than then having a career, being a sideman, then doing that thing and, and mm-hmm. moving onward. Um, and so the connection to you was revisited very recently Uh, My grandfather recently passed, and he had always read this book called The Arantia Book. And I never really was aware of of what it was. It had always been around the house. I loved the three concentric circles that are are on it. Um, The blue is very nice. And so I started doing some research into it. My father always read the book, but never pushed anything on me. Um, And it turns out that notable readers of the book are like uh, Jimi Hendrix, Jerry Garcia, Willie Nelson, and yourself. So it's it's only really just... uh, I didn't know it was public that I read that book. (laughs) Yeah, funny enough. Yeah, crazy. You do some digging on forums. But the thing that's ultimately so wild about this is that this is a book that indeed isn't based in in, in a spiritual approach to, uh, in its context, Uh, but only astounding uh, accomplished guitar players read it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't get what the deal is. It almost seems like it's some very uh, weird cosmic club. Yeah. Um, I love the book. Uh, I've been obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw that uh, looking back at uh, Flexible, your first solo release, was released on Arantia Records. Uh, obviously, the song Midway Creatures, which are uh, a character that appear mm-hmm. in the Arantia book. Uh, it, it's had to have had some influence. Mighty on
0: Messengers.
2: Mighty Messengers as well, right. The light Without Heat. Right, indeed. Okay, wow. Yeah, so it's running deeper than I would know. And I'm coming to you as a very... uh. Very curious student, and okay. um, very grateful for the time that you've taken on this. But and I've also seen that you have um, put in some time to talk to your fans on about religion and meditation, etc. Um, but I would just love to hear about how the Arancha book came into your life, and you mentioned how it mainly affected you as a younger man, and you're not so much being uh, captivated from it uh, in your present studies of spirituality. Well. <laughs>
0: everybody um, everybody has their journey you know and everybody's journey is perfect for them it, it's yeah. the right journey for them uh, if if only people could realize that the world would be a very peaceful place <laughs> so um, but they don't so my journey kind of my my well we're all always on a spiritual journey, so to speak. And what I mean by that is we're always trying to discover ourselves, because that's what spirituality is. It's the, it's the, it's the study and the discovery of, of the true self, what you really are, you know, what, what, what you really are, mm-hmm. you know, which transcends your name, your yes. the, your body, your past, your thoughts, you know, all this. I never knew what that meant back in those days, you know, and I had gone through a very trying mental period when I was a young man, uh, twenty twenty one, and when I had come started to come out of it, the thing that uh, helped me out of it was uh, the discovery of the, these esoteric spiritual teachings,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there was a, and I was a twenty when the real hard stuff kicked in, you know, psychological challenges. And it got really bad. And then uh, mysteriously I found this book it was sent to me in the mail. It was called The Magic in Your Mind by US Anderson. And this was probably the first book I ever read that led me to the understanding that there's more to us than what we are led to believe and that we're conditioned to believe and that really every you know so much of what we Believe is not so much, but everything. It's just conditioned thoughts. They're nonsense, you know. Right. So, okay. So, but but they're believed to the point where um, you you feel that they're true to you. All the, people's thoughts are real to them, and they believe them as the truth. Right. And spiritual. The study of spirituality is the study of the. Uh, the um, of the self, which lies beyond conditioned beliefs. OK, so this is some of the things I started to understand. And I was led to this really great bookstore in Hollywood called the Bodhi tree. And the Bodhi tree had everything. And it was like this metaphysical bookstore. And it had every kind of path, religion, occult, Eastern philosophy, mm pyramids right ufos you know everything right i lived in there i mean it was just the best i started absorbing all this stuff and i found this Urantia book it was originally mentioned to me from a friend that said did you ever hear of this book it's got um it, it teaches about spirits and fairies and all these things so i am ah, intrigued yeah fairies. i don't know i never found that in the book <laughs> yeah. So I was probably 21 when I started, 22 when I started reading it. And it, it's a dense, intense book, you know. It's absurd. It's, it's, it's absurd, you know. 3,000 pages. Yeah, and I really didn't understand much of it. I, I I thought, well, okay, there's some cool terminology. and But I couldn't follow a lot of it because it, it, some a lot of it wasn't interesting to me. Mm. Because it just was meandery. Names of galaxies and all this stuff, and I couldn't follow it all. Yeah, but but there, there eventually a sort of overview started to take place for me. But the part, the, the part of the book that I found real fascinating is the part about the life of Jesus, the way that they depict all that. The third book. Yeah, true or not, it's a fascinating read. Mm-hmm. So I, I had gone, I had gotten through. Parts, you know, good chunks of the book, but then the, the Jesus section I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But then later on, I had read it again, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, you know, as I mentioned, you, we go through changes and everything that we embrace at any given time, whether it's a religion or a teaching or even the lack of a religion or even the lack of any spiritual understanding or anything or atheism whatever it is mm-hmm. it's right for us at that time it's part of the path and no step along the path can be gotten to without the previous step right right you know so this right. is a this is a this is really good news yeah because uh, ostensibly what it says is you're doing fine right now right now you are doing fine right you know and if you uh, Nobody can act outside of their own conditioning or where they are at at any given time. So. Oh, wow. For me, for me, my quest for truth, so to speak, it didn't you know, it it didn't lighten up. It just got heavier and heavier Mm. because, you know, there's this whole level of quasi sort of pseudo spirituality, and I was, I embraced that for many years. Um, it, a lot of the new age stuff. I mean, it's, it was, it was useful and helpful to me. And I, I don't deny it, right. but it didn't bring me the truths that I was looking for. Mm. It wasn't until later in life when I discovered Eckhart Tolle, Not that, hard that yeah, that, um, I started to get a, a go through a, a different kind of a shift a more profound shift than what I had gone through through various plateaus along my uh, spiritual learning path up to that point. And it it never ends. It never ends for any of us. Of course. You're there's an eternal to, career. Well, yeah, it's, it's an eternal career. However, you, whatever you call it, you know. Right. Yeah. But um, so it's all good. But the, the Urantia book, I was so fascinated back in the day, especially with a lot of the terminology. There was words i had never I never conceived of and like the phrase light without heat. I was like, Oh, light without that's, that's, that's fantastic. You know?
2: Yeah. So I, I, I stole that. Um, it is stealing, (laughs) you know, planets settled in light and life, you know, uh, celestial musicians, thought adjusters, all these, uh,
0: thought adjusters all, yeah. Mighty messengers, midway creatures. Astounding. This all, this all came from the book and, uh, you know we do that you know we we, and then many things came from the didn't directly come from the book but they were inspired but
2: things came from all sorts of books from in my life you know yeah it's so you've always been a student of trying to Mm -hmm. learn the absolute truth of what's going on yeah yeah that's the that's the most beautiful thing, and to see it connect into your music, to see it manifest, you know, specifically within that first album, there was a real departure musically in terms of the identity of, of, of who Steve I was versus what he was doing, being an outsider. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a real leveling up there in some way. Was Are you referring
0: to flexible? To flexible or passion and warfare? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Well, flexible was yeah. like that period. That's when I was. Really deep into things like, you know, the Urantia. I I had um, started my first record company and I named it Urantia Records. Right. Yeah. And then I got a a notice from the Urantia Society. Oh, wow. I didn't know um, anything about, I didn't know anything back then about trademarks or anything like that. You know, they said, well, you can't use that name because we actually own it. And I'm like, drats. I changed it to Akashic Records. And that was my um, Akashic Records. And I don't remember if that's a phrase from the from the Arantia book, but uh, it's a common metaphysical uh, phrase. The Akashic Records, you know, and then I got a letter from uh, somebody that uh, another record company that was already called Akashic Records. Uh So I'm like, you know, so (laughs) then I, I named my little record company Light Without Heat, you know.
2: Wow. So you, you kept digging and you found it. There it is. Yeah. Oh, that's astounding. Yeah. Do you happen to think that the intense focus that you, that you were able to find in spirituality, uh, is also being driven is also maybe its source rather, uh, could, could also be found through your same intensity with guitar, uh, both vehicles as a means of self-discovery, um, and the larger, um, reality that that what a self is aside from the physical being and and these, mm-hmm. these actual objects and assets and and all these things that we deem as our identity um the intense drive and passion and self-discovery that you found with the guitar i wonder if the source of the creation of that energy that the guitar offers to you is also from the same source that creates the the concepts behind philosophy and the concepts behind a rancha.
0: Well, um, I think that uh, there's a big difference between information and wisdom, you know. Uh, Everybody is endowed with wisdom, Mm. although it's obscured. You know, it's obscured by the mind. You know, you don't have to be a genius to be in a matter of fact, it's usually a detriment to your ability to actually have access to true wisdom, you know. Um, So. If I was to back up to the number one common denominator that we all have in common, it's our awareness Hmm that mm-hmm. that's the one thing that we all have in common and there's only one awareness you know and and it's just expressing itself through i mean that that's one thing you can you cannot deny you can virtually question anything that is in the outside world as being real or being what you think it is but not th- yeah, but there's one thing that no one can ever question, and it's the one thing that you can only ever know for sure. Ah, and that's that you're aware right now. Yeah. You are aware. You're, you're aware of being aware. No thought. There's no thought in that. So mm-hmm. you're. That's the light. You're, I'm going to c- call that the light of your awareness. Just your awareness, right? Mm-hmm. That's who you are. That's really who you are. It, you're not the body. Right. You're not you're not your name, right. you know. <laughs> right, 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 right. You're not you're not um, I mean you you're not your body. That's obvious when you see a dead body. Right, you know. And then there's the you know there's the materialistic perspective that consciousness is created by chemical reactions in the brain. Yeah. I'm not even going to get into that. That's that's a that's just pure ignorance, you right. know. <laughs> Anybody that um, <laughs> Uh, well, I, I won't get into it. I, I, I just, you know, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you
2: yeah, know? yeah, it's uh, funny. yeah. Cut yeah,
0: open, cut open your head and find a memory. You can't. You no, know?
2: not a tangible.
0: So, thing. Right. There's nothing tangible. Your awareness is the thing that's emanating, and so that's the thing we have in common. And that awareness, that consciousness is reflecting itself in the world in myriad forms, which is so obvious. You, me, the trees, the bees, everything, right? Mm-hmm. So the awareness that exists in anything is the same, but the, the way that it's being expressed is different. So like you and I have um, different perspectives. Our awareness is the same. If you took all the thought mm-hmm. out of our brains Wow. We, we're we the same thing. We are actually the same thing. Mm, okay. <laughs> we're not separate. And this is the study of, that's the study of spirituality, it, it, it removes the obstacles in your mind to see the truth of what I'm
2: saying. Right. Waking up. Right. right.
0: Yeah. So then, uh, now to answer your question, though, I'm going to say that we all have yeah. authentic personalities, And when I say authentic personality, what I mean by that, if you stripped away all the things that you, that you believe you should be doing to make other people happy or any, any of the ways that you change yourself or change your impulses, your creative impulses, everybody has unique creative impulses. Mm -hmm. And, and these show themselves in the, in, in every way, it, it, the way that you grow the hair on your face, the way that you're comfortable with the clothes you wear, the things you like to say. Mm-hmm. And that authentic personality is a very joyful one. Yes. There's no fear in it. There is no fear in your authentic personality. Mm. This is another thing that most people are absolutely not in touch with. Okay, and Occasionally it shines through. And in, when people are exercising their genius, ah. they are exercising their authentic personality. So right. your authentic personality makes no excuses for who you are. It loves who you are. Right. You, it, it loves it loves everything about you, not in an ego way, like being Ooh. better, because when you embrace your authentic personality with no fear no excuses you appreciate the authentic personality of everybody else that's the miracle so oh. that's unbelievable it's unable to be seen uh, when you're in it when a person is in a state of being trapped in a pseudo personality which is the ego you know mm-hmm. pseudo
2: personality is the ego oh yeah. what a great way to uh to that's comport- one way <laughs> Yeah. yeah.
0: A lot of pe- people have different perspectives. I mean, what w- sure. what the ego is, but it's it's a the ego is the thing in you that believes that who you are is your name. Right. It believes that you're separate from everything else. Right. It right. believes it believes in the stories, the commentary in your head that you create about yourself and others, which is just a lie. You know, it's 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 the it's the belief in fear. The ego, matter of fact, the ego, the the, the the foundation of the ego is based in fear. foundation of the ego is in the fear. The foundation yes. of the ego, is it's based in fear. <laughs> oh, um, wow. Even subtly, you know. Yeah. Now, your authentic personality is based in joy. It's based in appreciation. It's based in clarity. It's based in... Your natural state of being, who you na- who you, what you, who you're supposed to be, it's it's. This is freedom. True freedom is the embracing of your authentic personality with no excuses. That's hard. Easier said than done. Very easier said than done. Yeah, w- yeah. W- but you first have to understand what it means to even s- say that. Right. So Perfect. what I'm saying is the things that are important to you. Mm. The creative things, the the, the 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 jokes that you like, the the way you like everything about you that you feel is natural. Yeah, that's you. That's what you're here to express in a joyful way. It gets perverted when it becomes compromised when you allow mm. yourself mm. to be in a state of stress because of. Oh, wow. The way you believe you need to change to make somebody else happy or to fit in, you're attacking yourself. You're not doing the world any good. You're not doing yourself any good. And you you are compromising your authentic personality. And the result of this is depression. Yes. Okay. So. Yes. Yes. So to answer your question. Yeah. Many people when they are able to when they're in a state of creative bliss so to speak when when you're doing something creative and you're enjoying it that's you you're 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 exercising your uh, your your mission your, your your purpose okay you're you're exercising the potential of your purpose when you're when you're enjoying right. what you're doing isn't that a good design When you are engaged (laughs) in something creative and you're loving it, regardless of what anybody says, not letting anything detract you, not feeling like you have to change to fit in, not feeling like anybody else has to change for you. The complete acceptance, that's freedom. Can you just imagine for one moment, try to imagine Mm -hmm. what it would be like if you allowed everybody in your life to be who they were without expecting them to be different. So every time you say to somebody, you shouldn't have done that, you should have known better. That doesn't exist anymore because what happens is you realize no, they didn't know better. Yes, of <laughs> they, course. They would have known better, they would have acted differently. <laughs> so you're it's an acceptance of who people who where people are at. You know, so when you do that, right, you're free. You, it's forgive. That's what forgiveness is. You, you, you forgive, you forgive their conditioning. And when you do that, you're forgiving your own. So you're off the hook. And this enables your authentic personality to shine. And when that happens, you're fulfilling your destiny, your purpose in a beautiful way. So right. this, this um, is, can be prevalent in some people. Than many people, you know, because your your creative potential, the ego tells you that it needs to be something that's going to change the world and is going to make you famous, and so everybody can know how great you are. Right. But in reality, that's that's an illusion. Yeah. That's an illusion of the ego. When, if you are expressing your uniquely creative bliss, even if it's a something as simple as walking dogs or knitting or cooking or cleaning your garage. It doesn't matter what it is. If you're enjoying what you are doing, you're expanding the universe in a positive way. Actually, the universe is expanding through you. The universe loves it when you are enjoying yourself because that's what it puts you here to fucking do. (laughs) (laughs) Great. And, And when you're not doing that, Right you're, you're suffering. You're in a state of compromise. You are you know it. You know it because there's
2: something in you that goes. Oof. Oof. That brings up a, a very real question, which is, so if, if suffering is present, that means that there's been a manufactured desire, most likely from the alter personality that is sourced as the ego in this conversation. Yeah. So how does one instill a conscientious practice at that point to almost as a disciple? of joy practice within that manner and exist with this simulation of reality through that perspective how have you managed to do so so successfully
0: well i'm still a work in progress brother of course of course okay uh uh, everything i'm telling you is helpful for me to say because it helps you to remember it you know right and i see it at work in my life you know right you've had experience yeah how do you do it Mm. There's only one there's there's the, the first step is the most important step and ah. the first step is you have to want it. Ah. You have to want peace. You have to want peace and people don't. They don't. Yes, they're afraid of it. Most people believe that in order for it's like oh. love love and peace and appreciation they all the same resonance, right? Yeah. That your greatest fear, our greatest fear, is love. It's appreciation. It, it's very obvious to see in the world. Any, world. any sign of appreciation is like a sexual advance. It seems by people. You know, it's right. just, there is no. There's just a fear. People believe that if they show any sign of friendliness and affection, consideration, that it's a sign of weakness. Yeah they believe that by forgiving they lose something they lose their power they have to they have to sacrifice something they people believe that by giving appreciation support they they have to sacrifice something like their strength this is the greatest lie yeah and you'll never know you'll never know it's a lie until you can give freely and give when i say give i'm not saying you you know you the shirt off my back, I have to give all I it's have.
2: It's not philanthropic in, in that
0: No, sense. no, no, it can be, you know. Sure. You have to give your forgiveness. You have to give your appreciation, you know. Now, forgiveness is another, the forgiveness oh. is the only thing in this world that has any value because from it comes everything. But you have to understand what forgiveness really is. The world's idea of forgiveness has a has an agenda in it. It's a, It's got a quid pro quo in it. Mm. Like I, I will forgive you, bec- but don't you forget, because I'll be calling uh, on you. Right. Uh, you remember that I <laughs> forgave you, it's and by thing. the way, I am the bigger one
2: because I forgave. Right, my game is better than yours, right?
0: Yeah, see how see how lofty I am that I was able to forgive <laughs> you.
2: Yeah, right. Uh, it's admirable. It,
0: that's not forgiveness at all. I you know, know. that's quid quo pro True forgiveness is the realization that there's nothing to forgive.
2: So it's acceptance, then, is what it's. It's
0: acceptance into. because nobody can right. act outside of their conditioning. Nobody can act outside of where they are consciously. In at any time in their life, any decision that you make or anybody makes, is the only decision they could have made at that point because that's where they were psychologically and whatever. But so, so when you say to somebody, Oh, wow. When you say to somebody, well, you should, you should have known better. Or you, why did you do that? You know, uh, it's, you, you could have done something else. You know, you should have done something else. What you're saying saying to them ostensibly is don't be black. Don't be gay. Right. Don't be short. You know, <laughs> why, why are you, uh, you know, why are you tall? You know, that doesn't make any sense.
2: Aren't those variables though outside of our control as opposed to be, but you're suggesting that at this point that a lot of our behaviors are not fully within our domain of control because we're not fully aware and conscious and conscious. Many,
0: much, much of the behavior of humans are based on the conditioned thought patterns that run through their mind because any action that you take in the world starts with a thought. Right. And, and wherever your thoughts are conditioned. You, you, you inherited them. Right. And, and, and based on where you're at in the level of consciousness or awareness of reality, you, you will take the things you hear and create mental stories and commentaries that become your truth. Right. They become right. the world you see. You look into the world through your conditioned thoughts, and create a unique world that you only see. <laughs> right. Pseudo sense of reality, but it's not true reality. So when you start to recognize these things in yourself, because it's the only place you can recognize them, you start to realize, well, okay, let me back up a little bit. Sure, so sure. how do you ask me, how do you find this? You have to want it. And the, the, the way that you want it, is that you don't want what you have anymore because it's too it's too hard so so suffering is your greatest spiritual teacher that's Eckhart yeah that's Eckhart and it's true right because that that was for me because my psychological mental suffering brought me to my knees and the point of suicide
2: do you think it was because you were so you have such a high level of abstract intelligence um an industrious work ethic you're probably a pretty disagreeable personality too do you think all of these things led into a, a rather uh a, a hard hand to handle personality wise and that might have led to depression and, and a faulted perspective on reality
0: a little difficult to say if i had to put my finger on it 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 it, it probably came from Thousands of years of conditioning, but uh, oh wow, right? It was was a fear, you know, because that's all that depression. I think it was a compromising of my own freedom, and um, wow, and and it was uh, it was um, it's hard to say, you know, because (laughs) it's basically it's it was a it was at its core, it was just fear, you know, ego, ego, you know, and. I think <laughs> it, sound, it might sound a little silly, but when I was a little boy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you're young, you hear things and you believe them. Of course. You know, so my aunt one time said, people who become famous go insane. So I said, OK, now I know what I don't want. I don't ever want to become famous because I'll go insane. And then I started to become famous, you know, and yeah. I said and it was and I knew it was bullshit. But still, there was like in the background. Conditioned. I'm gonna go insane so that became a fear when I was young that when I when I got older I'd, I'd, I'd lose my
2: mind how'd you identify the source of that falsehood was it you just sitting down doing the work and you realized oh this wasn't a vo- this was a voice that said this to me an adult yeah, Charlie I realized
0: Brown. it was just a thought in my head that wasn't true oh. and, and but wow. it took you know that's not that I was lucky yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. very lucky, lucky. And all the, work. anything, anything that brings you any kind of pain or suffering is a thought in your head that's actually not true.
2: So are you aware of obviously you're you're so you're alive and you're breathing. So you must be having thoughts that maybe do bring pain, but they're very short fires that you could probably put out very well because you have such a high contention with this uh, really aware perspective on life.
0: You, after a while you decide that the most important thing to you is the way you feel. Yes. And the way you feel is based on the quality of the thoughts in your head. Right. Right. And the greatest thing that can happen to a person yeah. is they, they can separate themselves from the thoughts in their head mm-hmm. and recognize that those thoughts, those painful, negative, repetitive thoughts are not who they are. It's not, they're not really true. They're just your perspective of things. I mean, look at politics. There's as many different perspectives of politics as there are people on the planet, right. but. Each one of them, well, not each one of them, but many of them will kill you. <laughs>
2: yes, many will. If
0: right. you don't believe their pseudo reality of what's going on. Same thing mm-hmm. with religion. Same thing with it. So this is, this is the, the, the uh, human condition and it's the egoic condition and it causes suffering. It causes suffering in you and in, in, in the outside world. So mm-hmm. the suffering needs to become so great in you that you surrender And you realize, well, this is what happened to me. Yeah. I don't know anything. (laughs) You know, that when I came to the conclusion that I actually don't know anything for for real, except I'm aware, you know, this is the greatest liberation. This is freedom. Because now you're not subjected to defending your pseudo sense of reality. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, that worked. So. Yeah. So. When a person is able to connect with that stream of creative impulses, unique creative impulses in themselves without making excuses saying, oh, but this isn't good enough for the world or this isn't good. How is this going to make me money or when people can connect with that aspect of them that finds great enjoyment in what they do? And I'm here to tell you that you're worthy of that. Yeah. No questions. Yeah. And it doesn't even require your belief to be true. That <laughs> oh, you are right. worthy right. of your authentic, of being your authentic personality, which is a very joyful one. Yeah. It's a very joyful one because it loves everybody. <laughs> now, that, 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 when I say something like that. You have to understand what that means. It doesn't mean that you're going to be inviting Hitler over for Christmas dinner. You know sure, what I mean? It, right. it, you know, it, it, it means you're just, things are the way they are and people are where they are. And when you meet them where they are, you meet the best of them. So when you're engaging in your real creative uh, brilliance, it flows into what you do. Yes. Yes. So you can hear that in certain music. Yes, you can. You can. See it in certain art. When you're watching Michael Jordan fly through the air with the greatest of ease, yes, <laughs> the man is connected at that moment. It's right, effortless. Right. It's, yes. It's playful. You watch Prince. You watch Jacob Collier. Yeah. Forming. It's it's an effortless display of joyful, unique crea- creativity, and that's. That everybody is worthy of that if they can only get over the fact that they believe they're not worthy of it, you know, that that what they do when they're enjoying it is valuable. It is vital because you have no idea of what how what you do affects the world. You have no idea. Our whole high our whole perspective of a structure of hierarchy is an illusion (laughs) you know, it's not true. And, um, so to answer your question again, sure. Uh, my, whenever I've been able to connect with my unique creativity, right. Stuff that comes out is the stuff that my fans enjoy. Right. You know? So now you asked me, how does that, has that have any effect Oh, how is that connected with my spiritual growth? Right. My spiritual growth has led me to be able to recognize that that's what's happening. Right. Because it also recognizes when I'm not allowing it. Right. Yeah. Right. And when you're not allowing your creative bliss, it's always because you're taking something personally <laughs> or you're, oh. you're creating some story in your mind. Uh, so wow. the spiritual path, the spiritual path. Well, everybody's on it. Yeah. Everybody's on one. And it's the right one for you right now. Yeah. yeah. It's going to change. Okay.
2: And the it's only gonna... reason you would deny that reality is because you believe you know what the right thing that should be happening is. And that thing's probably not happening either at the rate or the scale that your ego is predicting it to be.
0: The ego is coloring your entire world.
2: And it's, it's, um,
0: it's a lie. It's 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 creating it's making us project stories onto the things we see and, and 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 other people. So I'll give you an example, please. In reality, something like politics has no power over you. In reality, it has no power over you unless you allow it to. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is if you find yourself creating an identity for somebody else based on what what they're wearing, what political party they're a part of, who they voted for. Right. And you're actually finding you, you believe you know all about that person because oh, of who they voted for. This is this is a form of insanity, okay? Yeah. But it's but it's disguised as the truth. Oh you God. Know? So yeah. so that's a form of losing your power to politics because that's what your power is in your independence in allowing things like that to touch you because they can't in reality, unless you allow them to like, if you ever find yourself saying, yeah, but I could be cool, but it's them. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. That that's a surefire sign that you've lost your power. You've lost your independence. You've been taken over.
2: It can be regained though.
0: Yes. It's, it's already there. You just, you know, you've just shifted away from it. And it'll always create suffering. So um, the suffering drives you into, for some people, uh, the real desire for to change. This is when the shift comes to, comes from. I know better. Everybody's fucked. The wor- you know the world sucks. Right. Um, yeah, I know because. You know, the, any kind of a criticism a person makes, they're saying it because they believe they know better.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, even even criticism towards self. Oh well, that's the big one. That's the
0: that's where it starts. You don't realize any criticism that you hear a person say, they're actually only ever talking about themselves. That's it's fascinating. That is very when, large. Yeah, it's big, and and it's true. It doesn't look that way from the ego. Yeah, you're the right. The egoic right. perspective is never going to let you know what's really going on. You know, it's only going to create suffering. And that's its purpose and it has a very valuable purpose. It's it, it's it, it it it's the it's the cocoon that 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 the um, that the caterpillar needs to bust through right. to become a butterfly. That's your ego is the cocoon. It's it's necessary. Challenge is necessary. Because from it comes your growth. Yeah, yeah. So you're doing fine. You know, (laughs) everybody's (laughs) doing fine. You know, Um, but uh, that's astounding. Yeah. What What is to to answer your question again? (laughs) Please. Yeah. The the spiritual growth that I've um, been able to recognize within myself, and it's always changed. It's like there's like an onion with layers. You know, Um, has has enabled me. This is important. Okay, it's enabled me to recognize the 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 value in me being my authentic self.
2: Right, right. Get it? So it's so
0: important that you. When I say you, I'm talking about anybody that's, uh, you know, watching. I mean, it's only about me and you, (laughs) you know. Right now, looks like I'm talking to a lot of people, but really, I'm just talking to you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so uh, when when you're able to uh, recognize this, y- you um, see the value in being yourself, right. in not having to make excuses about your sexual preferences or the the kind of food you like or the your political aspect, whatever it is, you know, manifestations
2: you, you, of your actual personality, right?
0: yeah and then you appreciate that in others and good things happen so my spiritual growth has enabled me to be more bold in my own creative nature
2: right right but i had to give you that big long story no it's great it's great it's beautiful it's very reassuring i've had i have inklings of this vibrational level of thought um cuz there is a real especially in a in a society that's like Nashville where there's a real culture to kind of dominate a certain projected identity of success that dresses like this talks like this posts on Instagram like this etc um when you realize and you start seeing people all over the world who love what you do and it's like well these i'm not being that this projected person i'm not that guy at all yet people are loving what i do so why are why do i feel like people are trying to suppress this actual personality and maybe it's perhaps coming from their own fear to accept their own personality that
0: actual- uh-uh. you nailed it it's it's a form of
2: uh it's ho- tribalism when, when
0: yeah when you're criticizing somebody else for expressing their own f- freedom yeah uh it's there's a it, it's a threat it, it's a- it, ego the ego sees it as a threat it doesn't tell you that
2: Right, right. Yeah. But you act as though it is. So surely you've had some friction in trying to be the f- fulfilled Steve. Like, surely there's been bumps. And oh, the- yes, uh,
0: absolutely. I mean, you know, I'm a quirky, you know, a very Me quirky well. position. Yeah. Yeah, but
2: you've so- leaned into it. It's almost like you, uh, I, throughout my whole life, I've almost been handicapped by the fact that I, I, I'm so myself. I can't turn it off. But yet, that's the very thing that propagates (laughs) you to to fulfill what you love, and you know your music and even the aesthetic of what you do. You're just so you. You're very Steve. It's capital S T E V E, and Mm -hmm. and that's a beautiful thing. And so. It may be I I recognize that in yourself and you've had you're you're farther down the trail on it and it's such a beautiful thing to see it work out and the bravery uh that you've probably had the whole time. Or maybe it's not bravery, I'm not sure.
0: No, that's a that's a good point, uh Daniel, because at times it's it's uh, I've tried to change right. because yeah, because it's like, well, okay, I have to do this now and people are saying that I look funny when I move or I make funny faces and yeah I know really awkward and i don't play the blues like they, like people right. accept and you know let me try to let me, let me try not to move that way you wow. know and um my body just says fuck you no this is what you're doing yeah <laughs> it has no it's like you got no choice by you know wow. and uh, it's like i remember <laughs> i remember i uh when i was writing when i was working on uh, passion and warfare wow And I thought, okay, I need I need a song that's, you know, everybody can understand, you know, that people can, you know, uh, that that fits in. Right. And I would go to do something and it didn't feel inspired at all. And um, whenever I would listen to it back, I just it, it just. Didn't work, you know, but then I'd be doing the riddle or something like love secrets or for the love of God or anything on that record or even flexible, you know, my first, like when I did flexible, that weird, that weird little record was such a liberation for me. It's such a weird record. You listen to it now. You're like, who is this weirdo?
2: Little Green Man is on the, is on point for today with all the UFO sightings we're seeing. Right, right.
0: (laughs) The thing is, is back then I didn't, I had no expectations that anybody would ever hear it.
2: You know, no. so it allowed me
0: to really enjoy the creative process, and then I and it and I I didn't even think I'd release it, and I did, and it found its audience. Um, it's a little audience, but it's you know they they found it, they liked it, and then when Passion and Warfare came along, that was after all of the rock big rock stuff like I'd done Dave Roth, and oh no, I did yeah, I'd done Dave Roth and Frank Zappa, yeah, but. When I had done, and I was working with White but when I was doing Passion and Warfare, although I I enjoyed my contribution to those other bands, I really enjoyed what I was doing. Yeah, it had parameters, but I was happy to work within those parameters because I'm a rock musician. I love rock music. I grew up with '70s rock music when I was a teenager, you know. So anything that resembled my ability to uh, be like Led Zeppelin, you know, or Jimmy Page, you know. Yes. Sign me up, but I knew that it wasn't ever going to be enough because there was this kind of thing that was going on in the back of my mind. This music that I was hearing that I knew had to come out. So when I quit Dave's band, that's when I said, uh, I, uh, "Okay, that's the end of my career. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna, oh. I'm not gonna be." Famous anymore? I'm not going to be playing arenas. I'm. I'll be the story of the guy that was in David Lee Roth's band and then, you know, went into obscurity. Mm-hmm, because yeah. I'm going to. Because I would prefer to make passion and warfare. Oh wow! Yeah. Man. yeah, because this. I mean, I'm saying this music. It doesn't. It's not going to fit in. It, there's nothing like it. Matter of fact, when I delivered it to the record company at the time, which was Capitol Records, um, right. they had they had released Avia Musicom, which was a very successful Eric Johnson record. Yes. And the guy Simon Potts, he actually called me up and said, uh, <laughs> "I don't know what this record is. I have no idea how to market it. Right. It's not Eric Johnson. Um, we're not going to market it at all. We're oh. going to put it out, and we're also, you know, the three hundred thousand dollars we were supposed to give you, we're only going to give you one hundred and fifty. You know, <laughs> and because I had no desperation." <laughs> <laughs> I had zero desperation. What do you and mean, like also, in, a,
2: in a financial sense or also in an artistic, uh, in realized sense?
0: Well, in feeling that I needed to compromise uh, oh. when it didn't feel good. Oh. You know, it didn't, fe- didn't feel right.
2: What he was saying didn't feel right. How much of a euphemism, I wonder too, on an Arantia level, is saying doesn't feel right? Perhaps there's, you know, as they say in Celestial Musicians, like there's, there's waves of the soul that are also... Uh, that, that mortal humans physically can't feel, compromise, or, or, or sense in any way. You're not feeling right. Perhaps you're just so in tune. Maybe it's like that thought adjuster connection of you really just being a disciple of fulfilling your authentic personality
0: could be yeah. I, if i was to try to verbalize that i'd say you mentioned thought adjusters which is the terminology from the urantia book mm-hmm. that uh, the way i equate that in maybe um uh, some other terminologies would be holy spirit sure. uh better judgment right. uh your uh guide some people call it guide right.
2: guardian people, angel right
0: guardian angels right. some people just call it if you're complete atheist or whatever you'll just say be, uh, it's it's where my better ideas come from.
2: Oh, and what you're it's doing what, there by that explanation is you're removing the importance of putting a noun on it because it's a redundant word. Is it just a word that means nothing? Because it's a mouth. Doesn't word. mean anything.
0: It, it's, right. it, but it's in you. I see, and right it's away. there for you. Right. So the thought adjusters are the. It's the voice within you that always knows the right thing. Crazy. Yeah, so it always knows the right move in. Everything. The best move for you, for you, and when you and when you are following that voice, it's very simple. It's right in front of you at all times. It's too simple. That's the
2: problem. Right. That is the issue. It's too it is simple. It's too how simple. do you grab it if it's too simple? How do you stop thinking and all? Like, how does it? How do you grab what's so easy? So simple? you have to learn
0: how to identify with your uh, instincts, not not the in, not not. Uh, right. let, me, let me phrase it. Sure you need to identify with your intuition your your intuition impulses wow. you, you you and know know that where they're coming from is an authentic place and and here's how you know hmm. they feel good done that's it that's all you need to know that's how wow. simple it is but people are not people the ego is uh, it's a, it's the obstacle that covers up your ability to even feel your authentic instinctual right. impulses right you know so um what was the question again yeah oh, so no. the adjusters or no, your no. holy spirit or whatever it is hmm? is always always Boy, giving you but it can't do it for you. You're, you. That's the thing, you are free to, cre- to, to, to make the choices. You, you are the only one that can make the choices. Wow. And, and you, the thought adjusters, or you know it, they'll never ever stop giving you the right answers. The, the, and the, the answers come as just impulses to do things, or from something somebody says. That you're listening to. Right. Uh, something that you see, uh, or, you know, um, an event that happens that you, c- if you're able to look at it right. um, from the perspective of clarity, from a state of presence, yeah. you will see and it will guide you to the best things for you. If you are in a state of fear, all bets are off. You, 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 you uh, that fear creates thoughts that are the obstacles to the messages and impulses that come from you from the core of your being right
2: right non conditioned being
0: your unconditioned being good right. way to put it thank you yeah
2: wow so you 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 get 150,000 you're supposed to get 300,000 <laughs> there's the expectations i can't even imagine socially at the time with what you were doing in the guitar world and to make that move
0: well, I kinda like turned my back on it. It all seemed too impossible to me to worry about. You know, it was oh. just like, like what am I gonna do? Try to be the best? It doesn't make any sense. I know this. I wanna play this song. This song makes me feel excited. Right. You know, when I when I visualized Liberty or any any of the songs on that record, I just I lit up. I lit ah. up. Oh. Yes, yeah, so like, you have to oh, follow yes, that. It. Yeah, and that's your guide. That's your only fair guidance in the world, and you are worthy of following it. People don't think they're allowed to do that. Yeah, that is the
2: thing. That is the memo. They feel guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the memo. That is, that really is. Feel guilty. Yeah. Ooh, that's all kinds of fucked up.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's all sorts of wrong. and uh, But but we don't know it because we're conditioned to believe that unless you feel guilty uh, about your um, uh you know all the things you have, yeah it so you feel guilty because somebody else is suffering and you're not uh, there's something wrong with you this is a uh, this is a, a a very distorted way of thinking
2: very wrong, especially in yeah. regards to race and all the dialogue that's happening right now where you you should feel wrong if you're born a certain race it's like
0: absolutely. It's, it's all a form of insanity, yeah. Yeah, it's not it has nothing to do. <laughs> it has nothing to do with your true purpose in life. Yeah. Your right. true purpose your your authentic personality does not recognize race.
2: Right, right.
0: It doesn't recognize that any of that stuff. It doesn't even realize you're working with a girl or a boy or a girl boy or a whatever. It doesn't care not. about any of that stuff. It's it's reaching out to people's creative instincts to connect with them. And be create, be co-creative. That's what you're here for. That's what's actually happening. But the ego separates, and it says, "You're this, and you're that," and and like the the whole race thing. Um, you know, I mean, I I, uh, I I don't I usually don't get into it because I, I don't I, I don't look at it. You know, I, I yeah. don't recognize it. Same here. You know, yeah, it's like. Yeah. You become a victim by your own doing in your head. You create the victim mentality yourself. It's not in the outside world. Oh your victimhood God. is actually not in the outside world. Now I can get flayed for saying that, you know. Oh yeah. I can get in a lot of trouble, but I, I'm not in trouble because it's just the truth. Yeah. It's just the truth. You know, it, right. the outside the, the, the outside world, like when you say when somebody says you're you're I, you are stressing me out. What they what they should say is I am allowing myself to feel stressed out based on the things that you are doing. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Right. Right. You're the only one
2: that can be a victim because they're not in a state of acceptance of others around them because. They right. Now,
0: somebody would hear that and they'd say, oh, yeah, but what about the children that are <laughs> yeah. getting raped and all this? That's that's another story. Right but the, but the, but there's a, the, the the same thing applies in a sense. Right. You can go through horrific situations in life. Right. And you will be taught that you are a victim. You know, you can be taught now or you can be taught that this happened, wow. It wasn't fun. Wow. You know? And and but it's not happening right now. Wow, and w- there's things that you 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 if, the, 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 the very f- few things in your life you can look back at, yeah. and say that they were really bad. I mean, right. it, it, you can't judge. Uh, you can't judge things that have happened because you 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 can't. It's not that you shouldn't. You can't. I'll give you an example. Sure. Have you ever looked back at something you've judged a particular way at one time? And then judged it differently at another time? Constantly. Absolutely. So all bets on your judgments are off. Yeah, right. And, And also it means that in order to judge anything, you have to know you have to know all the events that happened before that and how those events affected people's lives. And then you'd have to know how the actual event that you're judging. Is effect is affecting the people's lives around you. And then you have to know how that thing that you're judging affects situations in the future. You know, who can do that?
2: Uh, I'm not aware of any person that has the yeah. ability for that. Your
0: authentic yeah. personality can be guided through those things because your authentic personality isn't judging, it's allowing.
2: Whoa. Okay. So the dichotomy is either allow or judge, right? And yeah. Maybe it comes down to that.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, you can say, you know, it's like I had a friend whose garage burnt down.
2: Okay. In right. the fires. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: And in the garage, now, of course, I'm, you know, the, 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 the people lost a lot of things in the fires, including lives, you know. But I'm just talking about a particular situation where he said, I, I you know, my, my garage was burnt down. And I said, well, What'd you have in it? Well, I had a lot of old papers. There was, there was, what was a value? What was in there that was a real value? Well, I had a box with photos in it and there, there was some photos of my brother who had died, okay. you know? So I'm like, okay. Okay. So I saw your garage. It was a piece of shit. You needed a new garage. Did not you, you know that? I mean, your garage was falling apart. No wonder it, br- it burnt down. It, it wasn't from the fires. It was uh, from a cigarette
2: oh god right so i'm
0: like you know so now let's look at it the insurance is buying you a brand new beautiful garage there was a lot of stuff in there that you you didn't want now you don't have to worry about what you're going to do with it mm. and oddly enough certain things survived and one of them was a box oh. with those photos in it no way <laughs> yes yes oh wow so uh, so so uh, wow it's your choice on how you want to uh, per, uh, on the perspective you want to give to any situation in your life
2: it's funny it's unbelievable and then the way you feel
0: is going to be based on that perspective
2: And the way you feel determines how you act exactly and, that, and the only thing that really matters are actions
0: no the yeah. only thing that matters is the quality of the thoughts that you think because that comes before your actions
2: right indeed right 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 indeed wow People talk about, you know, seeing, you know, there's great euphemisms in songs. Uh, The Carter family, you know, stay on the sunny side. And Mm -hmm. uh, really, you're coming at it from from a place that's a little bit more, like, less colorful, which is very just matter-of-fact and plain, which is either judge or accept. So when the question that leads me to have here is when you have shitty thoughts, when you have thoughts that are not efficient, rather, when you have thoughts that are coming in from a wavelength that are Mm -hmm. egoically uh, rooted, Hang on one
0: second. I'm sorry. Oh, sure. Please.
2: I'm, I'm doing a, an interview. Yeah, right
0: here.
1: Thank
2: you, buddy. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, it's fine. I'll let you go too. Whenever you got to leave, just let me know. I got a little time. A little more. Yeah. So what were you saying? So the thing here is recognizing the thoughts that you have, right? So you probably have a lot of time and you have a lot of patterns now that you've fallen into behaviorally speaking that allow you to see your thoughts that are coming into your mind. Right. And then observe them and decide to uh, work with them or decide to abandon them. Um, what, what is, what are some of the behaviors that you've done to instill that, that practice, right? Not being sur- not surrendering to these, these thoughts rather. These well, it's,
0: a, it's based on the situation because some situations are easier to forgive than others, you know. Wow. So as you go through life, you, you realize the more that you're able to forgive things, and not remember. When I say forgive, I'm talking about just looking past, you know, just like, you know, that that's okay. I don't, you know, it's all right. <laughs> you know. So the more you're be you're able to do that, yeah. Uh, the more peace you have, right? Now, wow. people, p- people, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. When I say something like that, because. Yeah. Well, let me put it to you. Let, let, okay, let me just give me one second. To, sure. So, I had a thought. So, give me the question again.
2: So, accepting thoughts, right? And th- you're right. bound okay. to have okay. bad thoughts. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. At some
0: point, you need to decide how you want to feel. How, what do you want out of life? what do you really want take away the externals take away everything that's outside of you how do you want to feel now most people don't know that the way they that a, a, wow. a good portion of a good portion of their day is spent in a form of suffering in the head even if it's in thoughts that are as subtle as wow. frustration or impatience even being impatient is a form of suffering.
2: Right. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. now, the ego loves it. That's the problem. The ego will tell you, if you don't do something about this, all the wheels are going to fall off. If you don't stress, you're not being responsible. Right. That's what it tells you. This is lies. Matter of fact, your ability to function in the world wow. beautifully yeah. is based on the level of peace that you have within you. The converse. Yeah, and and, uh, absolutely. You know, Uh, the the, the only thing that you do in a state of disarray is destruction. More destruction. Anything you fight, you create more of. This is is one of the grand illusions. People, I have to fight, we gotta fight for this, we gotta fight for this, we gotta fight for our freedom, we gotta fight for this. No, you just create more of whatever you're fighting. This is so obvious. But the ego says, no, if you don't fight, you're not being responsible. Right. But your authentic personality says, there is a much better way and you can find it. Just ask me.
2: Oh my God.
0: Yeah, but people don't ask. They, they don't ask themselves. Now. now, I'll give you an example.
2: Yeah.
0: A solution, mm. a, a true solution an effective solution yeah. <laughs> has, its, has its results as a win-win for everybody. There is no loss. There is only gain for everybody. There is only well-being and abundance for everybody in an effective solution. Okay? So, right. how do you find an effective solution? Let's take politics, you know. It would seem virtually impossible. People say, well, that, you're dreaming. You, how, are the, how are the Republicans and the Democrats, how are they gonna be able to come together and create a solution that everybody is happy about? You know, it seems virtually impossible. Yeah. Well, um, as long as people are functioning through their uh, ego, it, it is impossible. Right. But the way to find an effective, and, and if you don't find an effective solution, the problem just keeps repeating itself. In different forms. That's called history.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, yes indeed. French Revolution.
0: Yeah. Right. yeah, it's the French Revolution is no different than, you know yes. it's all it's just a different form.
2: It's a different episode, right? It's a different
0: yeah. episode, different actors, but it's the same. And until an effective solution is reached on any given thing, right. it this is this is karma. This is what karma is. It's just the re- rep- repetition of thoughts that manifest a particular way in the world. Right, of course. You know? 'Cause that's what karma is, it's the manifestation of thoughts, <laughs> you know. Right. And um
1: wow, wow,
0: wow. Yeah. So when when uh in order to oh. find an effective solution, because people don't want that, especially in politics, they, they don't wanna want win. that. Yeah, they want they to want that. This is obvious, they want to win at the expense of anything. Right. Right. As freaked out as as nuts as I've ever seen it, but this is what's happening. There is no sembl They may say, "No, we want an effective solution. We want and unity. Right? Yeah, we, we want unity. No. But right. because of them, <laughs> and then they point the finger, and they all do it. So this is the the right. illusion. That, that's not a. You're never going to come up with effective solution. You're the one that has to make the change. And the way that you do that is you have to sincerely want an effective solution. You have to sincerely desire that above all else. You have to actually feel, no, I want a win win for everybody and it's possible. To say, to believe it's not possible is to say that the universe is limited <laughs> and you're limited. You're not. No, and right. Exactly. So when you when you sincerely desire, yeah, a win-win, then the thoughts that arise in you will be um, f- uh, focused on that. They'll, they will resonate from that. Or everything that it's the same thing, you know. Uh, that's why there's so much trouble oh. in politics because the, the desire is to win and forget about the other side.
2: If Maybe if we, could we bring it, because I, I have a question that's arising from a place that's not political, but I feel is part of the same vibrational thought, which mm-hmm. is, say somebody external from yourself, another person, has what you want, and their success is troubling to you because you are, a, you're compromised by the feast or famine uh, mentality and you're residing to famine, right? Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, they have what I have, they they have what I want, I can't have that. So you're injecting that everybody can win. So then you should allow yourself to think they can win, but then you need to also allow yourself to think that you can win, that you can also have it. And maybe winning isn't the right word. Uh, Not winning,
0: but uh, uh, being co-creative, you know? Co-creative, it's a co-op, right. And, And one of the ways to do that is to appreciate the success of others, support it, applaud it. Uh, be happy for them, right? You know, because but th- that's another thing that people don't understand, especially in politics. Um, they believe that wealth, stature, and worldly success is a recipe for happiness. <laughs> uh, this is a grand illusion, because happiness oh. is an inside job. Oh, and, and it doesn't require it, it. It's not joined at the hip necessarily with the, with the amount of things that you believe you own, including money. It does because you. Right, as we're well, learning
2: now too, in in regards to the rise of cryptocurrency of how 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 not real uh, U.S. money is. Banks only need to have ten percent of what your funds say in your checking accounts. Like it's not even real, and we're
0: yeah, I, it, that's all changing right now too, but um. Yeah, the uh, and it's and it sounds uh, uh, crazy coming from a guy that's successful, you know, to say why successful yeah. isn't isn't the thing. It's not it, you know. Well, it's easy for you to say, Steve By, but. If I wish everybody could have, you know, my Grammys, my success, my money, my um, whatever, yeah, and see that 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 it's it can be nice, it can be really nice, and I I like it, I appreciate it, but I was never unhappy that way, you oh. know. I was happy with whatever, you know. I I I never really I was lucky. I was lucky because I was satisfied. I like money, yeah. but I never made it. Oh, there were times when I would. Yeah, okay. There were there were times where I would chase it, and I would always fail. Oh, always fail. But when I would do things out of passion and enjoyment, like the creation of the gem guitar, right? Sim- simplicity. There's nothing brilliant about it. It was just I know what I would like. I would like this, and boy, wouldn't it be great if I had this? Yeah. And this is just for me. And you know, it was
2: innocent and powerful you know and oh, innocent yeah. powerful very two contrasting words that our western society would not normally put together
0: exactly right that well that's the innocence of brilliance you know it's 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 powerful and it's so simple but it's 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 believed that it needs to be complex and that's okay. anything that i've ever achieved that has had that was worth its weight always came innocently and and Organically, so I know many people that are very wealthy that are miserable. Sure, they're sure. constantly in a state of complaining about something. Um, and I know some wealthy. I know I know a lot more wealthy people that are very happy. Yeah, and I know poor people that are very happy. Yeah, they don't want to have anything to do with that stuff. So it's an inside job, really. Your success, wow, is not based on what the world believes success is, but true success is based on the level of peace that
2: you have within yourself. How could
0: anything be more important than that?
2: Right. It's the factory. It's generating all the thoughts, which generates the behaviors, which generates exponential effect in the universe, in the world. Yes. And if you don't, if you don't have
0: that, you, don't, you can't share it. You can, only, right. you can only give what you have. And for those that you love... You can only give them that when you have peace. You can only give them peace when you have it. Otherwise, you're giving them your egoic beliefs on the way they should be in order for them to be happy. This is so insane.
2: It's insane! Oh my <laughs> yeah. lord! Beautiful.
0: It masquerades as good intentions, and that's one of the, that's one of the difficult things too, to my see. God. How so? In that I believe that for my... I'm just using this as a abstract Uh, i believe that my children needs need to do this 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 and this in order for them to be safe and happy and i need to explain to them all of the things that they shouldn't do that are going to damage them so that they won't get damaged it doesn't work (laughs) work. they have to make the decisions themselves everybody has to make yeah so you have good intentions but you're you're actually thwarting their you're compromising their sense of freedom to make their own choices, and this never works. That is the one thing that will never work in any situation, whether it's religion, politics, or being on a football team, or uh, you know anything. Is the compromising of your freedom? It never works, and you and you're doing that when. You are in fear of your own creativity when you're afraid of not fitting in, when you're afraid of being yourself, when you feel that others need to be different in order for you to be happy. That's a direct compromising of your freedom and it never works and it leads to depression and it's not worthy of you. That's not what you're here for. It's okay to be happy. It's okay to be your authentic self. It really is. Matter of fact... As a matter of fact, if you don't, you're gonna suffer
2: and make others suffer. Yeah, and make others suffer. Beautifully said, Steve. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you so much for the time and the sincerity. Thank That's you. Beautiful. Right on. Well, I look forward to uh, to connecting one day if you ever come okay. to Nashville. Yeah, I would love to say hi.
0: Well, let me ask you this: the, this uh, this interview, it's not for a particular magazine or anything, right? No,
2: no, just my podcast. Oh, you. Yeah,
0: so, do so you have a proper podcast? huh Yeah, it's called the. Sorry, Lord I don't know.
2: Oh no, that's fine. No,
0: it's. Fine. Uh, I'll, anyway, I'm no. gonna. I'll cap it off with this because um, it, it seemed to me that when we kick this off, the it was basically for a spiritual type conversation. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, I'm happy to answer anything. But uh, just to finish a question that you had asked early on, based on my um, my personal evolution. Uh I had mentioned that I'd gone through all these different phases and stages yeah um when I discovered um a course in miracles that's the book mm-hmm. uh that that uh, was a game changer
2: in short, perhaps why is that
0: because a course in miracles is geared towards showing you yeah um the obstacles to the love that is already there inside of you that, that oh. you that you are made of you know right. it, it it's geared at showing you right getting you to see within yourself the obstacles to your own freedom
2: oh my god so it's yeah. almost like it's- um, wow
0: yeah, it's written in like a. It's a, the story of the book is fascinating. It's an incredible phenomenon. Written by a
2: woman, right? Uh, and and she was well, was, she wrote it not too long ago.
0: Yeah, so in she, the early sixties. It, right? it was released in the seventies. Yeah, um, and uh, she was. She called it inner dictating, dictation, right. and it's fascinating. But uh, it's written in Christian terminology, mm-hmm. so you have to either uh, get o- You have to get over that. Or, you know, cause it, uh,
2: well, the rancher book, people, you know, question, of course, Yeah, the, the rancher book has, it.
0: yeah, it yes. need you know, spiritual truths need to be delivered in some way. Right. And, um, right. Truth. There
1: you
0: go. and they need to be absorbed. They need to be understood by people at the level that they're able to hear them. That's why there's so many, and nobody is exempt from receiving them right. in the way that they're, that they're best able to be heard by them. But they're different. You know, some, some of them have to do with different with a particular religion sure. or no religion or particular relationship or whatever it is. But you're not alone and you're being guided the best way for you. And uh, wow. The Course in Miracles uses Christian terminology. I it, I was able to understand it because uh, when I was a kid, uh, I, I was born into like a Catholic family and I went yes. to. Catechism, You know, so I learned, you know, what all that some of all that meant, but it's t- it's presented completely differently in the in the in the course. Uh, but that was uh, that's a book that uh, if. If you're ready for it. It's really and it's really enlightening. Uh, mm. If you're not, that's fine. You my, know, there's something good. else for you
2: then. Oh, my God. There is <laughs> abundance indeed. There's abundance indeed. Thank you so much, my friend. It's
0: a, a good name for this podcast. There's abundance
2: indeed. Oh, there it is. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. Thank you so
0: much for the time, Steve. I appreciate it. You got it, it, brother. Thank you. And, and best of luck. And uh,
2: uh, keep me posted. I will. Thank you, Steve. I'll talk to you later. All right. Cheers, brother. Cheers. All right. So sincerely and truly the most inspiring conversation I can readily recall that I've ever had a truly cosmic conversation. Thank you, Mr. Steve Vai, for taking the time to be this transparent, this real, and this present. Uh, my friend Brian Ball, thank you for connecting us too. On a cold call email, you just got to ask. It's where it is. Uh, follow the podcast on Spotify. New episode every week. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Even if it's one so I want to hear, I want to hear what you think into your thoughts. Support the podcast on Patreon. This music that you're hearing right now. This music, I use it to start my day every day. So I wake up, usually pretty early, I come down here into my studio and I record some music and it's the first thing that I get out into the world. And uh there's nice messages and and um stream of consciousness writing it's just a cool way to connect and and be together on that platform it's really cool patreon.com slash daniel donato also join the cosmic country club it's very free Uh, it's very non-invasive email only when i feel like sending them out when i discover things that are very inspiring or when there's a new record coming out like there is one now new nfts new hoodies and also most importantly a cosmic country tour we're gonna be doing one of those soon as well so we keep on trucking here. Y'all stay good, stay patient, stay persistent, stay positive. And like Steve said, follow that authentic personality. That is where it is. Thank you, guys. I'll see y'all next time. Episode 50 of the Lost Highway Podcast.